she posted a series of rather colorful um, rants on her Facebook page. Exactly. Now, what causes you to go live on your Facebook page and so do all this? So, after I talk, okay, here you go. This is the plaintiff, Tamala. She says the defendant's her niece, and she posted terrible lies on social media about her stealing from her mother and having an affair with a married man. Bottom line, the defendant can't be allowed to drag her name through the mud. So family or no family, she's suing for the $6,500 she's owed for defamation. This is the defendant, Tamika. She says she and the plaintiff's daughter got into a verbal altercation on Facebook, which had nothing to do with the plaintiff. The woman is evil. She didn't bother to come to her uncle's funeral, and she certainly didn't defame her. She's accused of talking trash about her aunt. The defendant has bought a countersuit for $5,823.47 for furniture her aunt won't return and for pain and suffering. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Million in our forum, the People's Court. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Tamala, you are suing your niece, Ms. Tamika, for $6,500 that you say she owes you for pain and suffering and defamation, and you have counterclaimed against her $5,800 for furniture that you say she got rid of and for pain and suffering. All right. Let's start with you, Ms. Tamala. What, what's going on here? Um, she is trying to hold me accountable for some furniture that she left with my mother back in 2012 when she left the state of Michigan. Okay. So nine years ago, she left furniture with your grandmother. No, with I'm my sorry, mother. with your mother, which is her grandmother. Exactly. She is your niece. And then you moved yes. into that place after the furniture was already there? Yes, ma'am. All right. And so by the time she asked for the furniture, where had the furniture gone? The furniture was still down in the basement. The last that I know, when I left Michigan, it was, it was still down in the basement. I never touched anything. Okay. Did anybody she put the furniture out because it was moldy? Not to my knowledge. I'm not, I don't know. When I left there... Things were still down in the basement. She I seems to be anything. under the impression that your son either sold it to make a profit or your daughter, who texted her and said it was all moldy and it was put out. So which I of those versions I, are true? I have no idea which who, uh, her and my daughter talked. That was on them. Okay. But so I, now you have a lawsuit against her because according to you, she took to the internet and started blasting you. Tell me what she said about you. Uh, various things saying that I stole stuff. I should have came to been a woman that came to her and told her that she said that my son supposedly had sold the stuff or whatever. She took to social media to try to bash my name because she was upset. She thinks that I'm responsible for something that she left with my mother. Okay, so you're suing for $6,500, so you're gonna have to be specific. What did she say about you? 
that I stole, I sold her furniture. I uh, had my son that stole her furniture. I never told her. Then she said that I, I messed around with married men and I stole from my mother, that I'm a liar. I told her that, uh, I told her some things. I should have looked at the videos more in depth, but I got upset with the videos because I couldn't believe that she would do me that away. Okay, so now there's videos and what she actually posts on Facebook are actual videos, correct? Yes, I sent it in as evidence. All right, what did you do, Miss Tamika? I went live on Facebook and posted on my own. Page. On your own. So then all of the relatives and all of the friends and anybody who's a friend of yours on Facebook then sees your rant, right? Right. Um, what happened? Okay, um, my grandmother passed away. When my grandmother passed away, she was power attorney and had and was over the estate for my grandmother. Who was everything your that aunt? Was left in the the plaintiff was power of attorney. Right. Okay, go on. Now, um, I left in 2012. I moved around a little bit from Florida, South Carolina, and then to Georgia. Um, I wasn't stable, so I didn't want to bring the furniture, and I wasn't stable. Continuously judged, I spoke to my aunt about this furniture. We had various conversations about this furniture. At no time did she tell me that it was a problem with the furniture being there, that I had to come and get this furniture. When she got ready to move to Reno, Nevada, I spoke with her in depth and we talked and I asked her, I said, well, I'm going to make preparations for my brother and possibly my uncle to come over there and move everything before she went to Reno. What year was she that? She tells me this was like three years ago, right before she moved to Reno. So she tells me I don't have to worry about the furniture being down in the basement because her son, little Rodney, is going to be there. She was like, you, this is that honor. you, little Rodney's there. She told me when I asked her her exact words was Rodney going to be in the house. It's fine. This was her exact words. So then word. when do you find so, out it's not fine? Okay. So I finally moved into my own house um, in November. So I was like, okay, I'm settled. So I'm now it's nine years coming. after you've been storing the thing in this house. Right. So then I called her and I talked to her. Um, I had somebody came to me. Somebody in our family came to me and told me that her son so my bedroom said one of my bedroom sets to one of our to my cousin to another one of my cousins. I called my aunt. I asked her, did um Lil Rodney sell my furniture? Because I was making plans with my brother and trying to get my sister father to go get the stuff and bring it down here. That's when they was like, You don't even got nothing over there no more. They told they was like, Ain't nothing over there. They was like, You need to find out if you got stuff over there. I guess I'm curious, not too many people leave furniture for nine years. And according to you, all of the stuff is brand new. You had just gotten it and you put it there. And then nine years later, you still haven't taken it. So I imagine that their version of things is different than yours and that their version of things is you abandoned it. So persuade me why nine years is a reasonable amount of time to have it stored there. This was a house that I grew up in. I, I had my son in this house. I had numerous, even though she's the nine, and me and my aunt have talked in several times on the Bible, me and my aunt has talked several times about this furniture. She knew all my struggles that I had been going through over the past few years. I didn't have nowhere to stay. I was unstable. Now I finally have my own home and I'm stable. And I wanted to get my stuff and bring it here because this is where I'm going to permanently be in Georgia. We've been talking about this furniture years over the course, over the whole nine years. What's we your version of this, Miss Tamala, that you two have never spoken of the furniture? 
every time she would ask me about the furniture, I would tell her it was down there. From last I known, it was down there. Every time she would ask me, I would tell her the same thing. Last that I know, it was down there. I mean, it's not what her job to, to know about your furniture, but so what happens? Because Thank what brings us into court is your lawsuit against her for defamation of character because she posted a series of rather colorful um, rants on her Facebook page. Exactly. Now, what causes you to go live on your Facebook page and do so all this? So after I talk, okay, here you go. When my auntie, when I asked her about the furniture, she said she was going to call her son. She would call me back and let me know. She did not call me back. I called her. Out her mouth, verbatim, word for word was, I'm just tired of everybody. You know what? I'll pay for everything. I'll pay for your stuff. Her daughter sends me a text basically saying that even though her mom agreed to pay for it, she's not paying for anything. If I'm going to be mad at anybody, I should be mad at her because it was some furniture from 1996 that was molded that she threw in the garbage. That's what the daughter said. Okay. So and let's- And I take to me. Let's see some of the posts if we can. Let me tell you something, you little yellow raggedy. You could never embarrass me. First of all, use a lying. Your mama, I talk to her every day, correct. And every day, your mama stand on the phone. You're talking to Tiffany, her daughter, at this point, right? Right. Set down the phone like one going on. What's it do? What's it that have to do with me? Another that you talking about, Tiffany? You understand me? What you want to talk about hard up? Let me tell you what's hard up. Hard up is the little yellow raggedy brother of yours that got to sell somebody else's furniture for What you want to talk about? I'm hard up? He stole that You know he ain't throw it away. He got money off my And far as my did some basement furniture, I got pictures of everything I'm on. I pay cash money for my Okay, okay. Um, well, that doesn't exactly portray you in the best light, now does it? Now, you uh, you were on this rant no. at Tiffany. Well, did um, have to do with me? Well, that's the point. She's saying she wasn't talking about you. That's the point. So I have to hear these and see who she's accusing of what so I can see whether she defamed you. Um, so that's where I'm going with this. So let's see. But just like I said, the response I get, let me know at all. What is it you're doing while your head keeps turning? What is it you're doing? Are you frying something while you're screaming? Yeah, I was, I was cooking. <laughs> can I can I share something with you? I listened to these tapes, right? Preparing for this case. I dreamed about you. You are like totally losing your mind. Every third word is a curse word. But what I am hearing is you accusing Tiffany of a bunch of stuff uh, and you cursing at her and accusing Rodney of selling your stuff and then getting mad at Tiffany and saying, and getting mad at Tiffany for saying you're hard up because you're not. And then curse, 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 curse. But what possesses you to put yourself live on Facebook like this, this rant while you're cooking something? Because 
every time I look up, it was like something else that she was saying on Facebook or something else. So every time I would see something that she would put, it would just piss me off because I'm like, first off, this is like my mama on, on God. Like I be, and I'm going to be real honest. After I made them statements, I got the, the messages to prove it. After I made those statements, I apologized to my auntie and tech. I've sent her pictures of my granddaughter. I apologize to her. And I have them right here in my phone, time, date, and stamp. Sure do. I apologize to you. You probably blocked me so you didn't see them, but I did. I felt bad about what I said. I felt bad about what I did, but it was just the hurt that was behind it. I trusted her more than I trusted my own mama. Do you understand me? Yeah, and but do you like, understand you that you left, you left your furniture there with your grandmother? Your grandmother passed away. She is not in charge of monitoring your furniture. And nine years later, if you think Rodney sold it, why does that have anything to do with her? You see? So she may have, <laughs> I believe you when you say she said, I'll pay for it. I'm sick of everybody. But she doesn't have to do that. And when her daughter gets involved, her daughter says, my mother's not doing that. Your anger is at, Tiffany, and you say all these things about Tiffany, but there are times, your aunt is right, there are times you say things about your aunt, aren't there, on these videos? And you're right, because here's my thing. She's trying to portray it like she never agreed to let me keep that furniture there. She let me, I asked, there has been at least three to four times I have asked this woman, do I have to move my stuff? And she has told me three to four times. Yeah, she times doesn't care, no. she's fine. She doesn't deny that. She says, I don't care. She's not, no, you're fine. And then she moves, and then it's the last I saw, it's there. You know? Hold on a second. Your Honor, when Tiffany Wait, stop talking. Away, my aunt, she was still head. living in that house. Let's talk about my grandma calling me, talking about Tim stealing her money out the bank. You want to go there? Let's go there, Tiff. I asked your mama a simple question. All she had to do was say yes or no. But the fact that she involved you after she told me clearly that she would pay for my you feel what I'm saying? She ain't worried about you, your man. I'm in the army now. I don't what was that? I'm in the army now. What was that? Oh, because she in the Air Force. <laughs> From this four, this day four, you was dead, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Um, I have a couple of comments, Ms. Tamika. Number one, I'm worried about you uh, because I think you have a very serious anger problem if you're letting nine-year-old furniture get to you in this way, uh, where you feel the need to post all this stuff on Facebook, 99% of it is against Tiffany and Rodney. Ms. Tamala, you don't have a right to sue for any insults she makes to someone else. So what she does have a right to sue for are the things that you say about her. I, th I think really the most important one is the one about your grandmother telling you that your aunt had stolen money from her. So that would really be the one thing that Ms. Tamala is able to sue you for. So a defense to that is, hey, that's truthful. That's what happened. So you tell me, what is it that your grandmother told you? My grandmother called me and told me that she checked her bank account and Tam had embezzled and took a lot of money out of her account. Did she say how much? She didn't tell me the specific dollar amount, but that was what I was told. So lies. now, Ms. Tamala, for you to be able to prove defamation, you have to prove that she lies when she says that your mother called her and said that. How are you going to prove I have that? a witness? You have a witness about what? She, Wait, hold on. Hold on. So, Ms. Tamika, you have a witness about what? That every that she's a liar, that she that she this is what she does, that it's a lot of allegations who about her stealing witness? people's money. Wait, wait, who is your um, witness? my mother? 
my mother. Oh my gosh. Is your mother her sister? Yes. Yes, who never came to my mother's funeral when she died because she was mad with my mother. Been mad with my mother for years. Yeah. Talk, called my okay. mother all type Let's, of things. Okay, Wish okay, my mother stop, Ms. Tamala. Let me hear from your mother. Ms. Tamala, stop. Ms. Tamika, let me hear from your mother. Everybody stop talking. Everybody stop talking. Everybody stop talking. Ma'am, what's your name? Savannah. Can you raise your right hand, please? Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Yes, I do. All right. Will you um, explain to me, did Ms. Tamika ever tell you about a statement by your mother that Ms. Tamala was embezzling money? I was there. I was the one there. I'm the one that called my mother and told my mother to check her bank account. My sister had just took money out of her account. It was $1,200. My sister took it and I called my mother. Jesus, that's my witness. I don't have to lie on anybody. I won't. She okay. Me. Okay. Thank she you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right, Ms. Tamalon, your lawsuit against Ms. Tamika, the strength of your lawsuit depends on whether you can disprove, whether you can say she lied when she said my mother called her and said that. How You cannot she prove lied. that she lied. You, can, you might feel very strongly that it is a lie and that you never did it, but that's not the issue. The issue isn't, is it a lie? The issue is, did she lie when she said she was told that? Yes. And you cannot prove to me that she lied when she said she was told that when you also have your sister saying she was there when it happened. So on the defamation suit, zero. On the counterclaim against Ms. Tamala for pain and suffering and furniture, Ms. Tamika, I, I don't know what words I can describe to you. This is probably the absolute worst case of abandonment I've ever seen in my life. But aside from that... It's not even, she's not even the person in charge of it. You leave it with your grandmother and then later on she moves in and then later on she moves out. So the leaving is with one person, the grandmother, and the purported selling of it or getting rid of it is with another person, the son. She has zero to do with any of that. Miss Tamala is not in charge of your furniture that you left somewhere for nine years. It is not her problem. It is your problem. So on your counterclaim against her, also zero. Good luck, ladies. I'm going to lose everything I own again because of her. Well, in this incredible case and this amazing argument, uh, the plaintiff has lost her case of defamation against the defendant. Uh, Tamala, let me just ask you how, how you react to what just happened here in the People's Court today. What are you thinking? I'm used to Miss Thomas and her mother lying and going off on rants like that, so it doesn't matter. So do you think there'll be any ramifications as a result of this court case uh, between the two of you? Or what do you think? No, they're going to just keep on talking all the mess, going on Facebook and telling lies to whomever they could possibly tell it to, which I don't care because they have to stand before God for their lives, not me. All right. All right. That'll wrap it up for this amazing case, Harvey. <laughs> so, Doug, uh, nine years, well, that qualifies as abandonment, but it doesn't have to be nine years. Uh, you could have a situation three months. The fact is that abandonment, abandoned property, it varies from state to state. 
when it becomes abandoned, what you should do is check online for your state if you're in a situation like this. Have you ever felt so bad for a litigant's situation in life that you felt compelled to talk with them after the case in order to try and get them the help that they need? That's happened several times to me. It's happened both- On the bench or on the people's court bench? Both, both. Oh, okay. Where I've felt the need afterwards to, um, you know, to come outside and talk to them or to bring them into my chambers and talk to them and try to get them help, whether it was help with housing, uh, after an eviction, right. um, h- help with you know psychological services, or just a pep talk. We did that sort of thing occasionally when I was on the bench uh, in the circuit court in Miami-Dade County. My bailiff and my judicial assistant—they're big-hearted people. They always were, so they would they would sometimes do it without me even knowing. They would try to get people in the right direction, get them the right forms, get them whatever it took and tell them, listen, this is how you, how you do this, this is what There's you There's so much do. red tape involved in so really much is. of it's this. It's hard to just, navigate the courts it's hard to as a navigate pro se litigant. The courts, it's hard to yeah. navigate you know, uh, government services, it's just right. hard. Yes, and, and the, the other thing we would do when I was in the dependency division, some of the kids who were in foster care uh, around Christmas time, I would just buy gift cards and you know, I wouldn't tell anybody, but I'd right. call up to the how bench, I'd just hand it to them and say, you know, not a lot. Like I remember that they could go get something uh, for Christmas. You know. Yeah, that was actually really sweet. Yeah. This is the plaintiff, Madeline Torres. She says her neighbor, the defendant, backed his car up into a brand new wooden privacy fence, damaging it something awful. His insurance covered that damage, but then he took down her chain link fence, which is on her property. He had no right to do that. And she's suing for the $1,250 she needs to build herself a new one. This is the defendant, Michael Atkins. He says he took down the plaintiff's chain link fence because it was a safety issue. They both agreed to have it removed. But now she's upset because she got a safety violation on the new wooden fence she built. It wasn't up to code. And now she's conveniently forgetting they had an agreement to remove the chain link fence. He's accused of encroaching on a neighbor. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant backed his car into her fence, damaging it, and she wants money for the repair. But the defendant says the plaintiff is only suing him because she's upset she got a citation about her illegal fence. He didn't back his car into the thing and owes his nasty neighbor nada. It's the case of please fence me in. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Torres, you are suing the folks who own the house next door to you, Mr. Atkins and Ms. Atkins. You're representing both of you here today, Mr. Atkins. Correct. For $1,250 in damage to a chain link fence. Tell me what happened. Um, I built a fence July 17th of 2020 um, myself, Your Honor. It was a wooden fence during the pandemic, so I can enjoy it with my family in the backyard. When you say you built it yourself, um, did you actually build it yourself? Yes, ma'am. Like you yourself actually built it? Y- yes, ma'am. 
with your hands. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Okay, so you built a wooden fence and now you you located that on the inside in your property of a chain link fence, which is also on your side of the property, correct? Correct. How much space was there between the chain link fence and the wooden fence? Inches. Okay. And why didn't, about- you, why didn't you take down the chain link fence? You just didn't see a need for it? No, I didn't take it down for a reason because every year I've been in this house for 15 years and every year there's weeds that grow crazy. My weeds along with his weeds. And that's what held it from encroaching all the way across. The the chain link fence held it from encroaching. Okay. Correct. All right. Okay. So then one fine day, what happens? Well, around October 7th, Um, Mr. Atkins, at some point between July and October, took the chain link fence. Well, now wait, why did he take the chain link fence down? I I, I never got a reason for it. Okay, I'm sorry. Did his tenant not hit both your wooden fence and your chain link fence? She hit the chain link post that was still up, but the chain was already taken down because he took it down. No, I'm sorry. She, She hit a chain. Are you saying that she did not hit the chain link fence? No, she did not. She hit the post that held the chain link fence up. So your testimony is that he had already removed the chain link fence? Yes, ma'am. And how, how and why did he remove the chain link fence? He never explained well, why. Well, when did you realize he had gone to your property and removed your fence? On October 7th, I took a picture and I sent it to my best friend. I said, what, what do you see wrong with this picture? She said, oh my God, he took the fence down without even asking. I said, yes, and I was going to call him, at which time I called and asked him why. And he still didn't ever give me a reason, but I did tell him the reason why I didn't want to take it down because of the weeds, which at which time he said he would keep up with it. Right. But so well, I just left I, it Did alone. you call the police or something? I, and said, have, I, mean, you I know. just took his word that he would keep up with it, which was my fault. So now he has a bigger yard and yes. it's your yard, but... Yes. He promised you he'd keep up with the weeds. And how'd Correct. that work out for you? It didn't work out at all. Okay, because what happened? Because um, on July 7th, I noticed the weeds again. I took a picture of it and I text him and I said, I believe you told me, you told me that you would keep up with the weeds. But because you took the fence down, the chain link, then now you are responsible to put it back. And he was like, I'm not going to do that. Who do you think you are? I've been here 20 years. You took my fence down. And okay, I don't think it matters who's I... been there longer. I don't know why neighbors <laughs> always That's want to establish argument. who well, has been first. there longer. Like somehow that has anything to do <laughs> with the case. Right. Mr. Atkins, what's going on, sir? Um, I never took the fence down in August or July, whenever she is saying. My, my tenant hit the fence. She was trying when to do a U-turn. When did your tenant hit the fence? January 14th of 2021. Okay. And was there a fence there, a chain link fence, when she hit it? Yes, there was. And so your testimony is that it is your tenant who hit the fence and brought down the chain link fence? Yes, ma'am. Well, that's easy enough. Is your tenant here to testify? Uh, no, she is not. But I did submit a letter from her that states that she did hit the fence and caused the damage. Not just a pole, uh, but a fence. Yes. The accelerator on my car got stuck. 
causing me That's to back letter, my yes. car into the wooden and chain link fence that is owned by Madeline Torres, causing them both damage. After the accident, my landlord, Michael Atkins, rolled up the chain portion of the fence and placed it in the rear corner of the property for safety reasons until the insurance adjuster could show up. I reported this incident to Progressive. Progressive ended ended up settling with you, right, Ms. Torres? Yes, ma'am, for the wooden fence. Okay. Well, did you ever make a claim for the chain link fence? I'm sorry, Mr. Atkins, there wasn't a question pending for you. I'm doing the questioning. Ms. Uh, Torres, did you ever put in a claim for the chain link fence? No, because she only hit the post, the chain link fence. Okay, but you just heard what I just read out loud that she says, right? Yes, she says that now because he told her to say that. Now, I see that there was an original statement that you introduced. Whose is this? That's from the other tenant at 43. I came home and noticed the fence was damaged in the backyard, so I called my landlord. He told me that Keisha hit it with her car. The next day, my landlord, myself, and Madeline Torres were looking at the fences in the backyard and mostly the damages, and they were also discussing keeping up the weeds in between the two fences, and he offered to maintain the weeds between the two fences but said that the metal fence needed to be removed, and Madeline Torres agreed for the fence to be removed. So she lying too? So let's talk about what happens. What, what, how does everything hit the fan, Mr. Atkins? According to her, you said you'd keep up the weeds, and according to your own witness's statement, you said you'd keep up the weeds. Then what happened? Um, in late May, I had a back injury, so I had hired somebody to maintain the, the go over to all of my rental properties. I own multiple rental properties. So I hired a guy to go and maintain the we or to maintain the lawns. So when he mowed the backyard, all he did was mow along the pole. But I'm not I'm not understanding. So is there still part of a chain link fence up? Yes. Oh, why is there, she there saying no? Miss Torres, are you saying there's no chain link fence up at all? From the beginning of my wood fence all the way to the end, and I send you pictures, there is no chain link fence. Okay, so why wouldn't your guy just think it was your yard and weed it? Because the chain portion of the fence is removed, but all the poles are still in the ground. Still, man. Kind of lazy landscaper. But anyway, that's what happens. And then she texts you, and you didn't like the tone of her text, right, Mr. Atkins? Right. I had, uh, had let's see the anatomy of a lawsuit yeah. now. That's what we're going to look at. Yeah. Good afternoon. The reason I'm texting you is because I recall you telling me you would keep the weeds cut down so as not to go over my fence. And this is why I was upset about you taking my chain link down. I told you this would happen. Are you planning on cutting them down? Right. And then you say, I have been maintaining it all summer until I had to have back surgery three weeks ago. So I haven't been able to do it since then. All the weeds that are growing are between the two fences, which is your property. If you don't want to wait till I finish my physical therapy in two or three weeks, then you should maintain your property yourself. Okay. (laughs) Just as an independent observer, I realize she could have been more polite. But wow, you came to a knife fight with a a shotgun. (laughs) I mean, you're... I've had multiple... Uh, confrontations with Mrs. Torres, and she always has that attitude with me. Okay. So when I read that first text message, I took that attitude that she always has with me, and I responded accordingly. And this, <laughs> this gentle listener is why people should talk to each other as opposed to write to each other. Say it, forget it, write it, regret it. 
because every time I read an email, I put my own spin on it. Right, and I'm all, right. I'm offended at a, at a bouquet of flowers sometimes, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, it wasn't that polite. I agree. But truly, yours was infinitely worse. She didn't know you had a, a broken. All right. So what does she say? Don't be ridiculous. That fence railing was already broken from your tenant backing into it. Oh, there's you saying that, Miss Torres. Okay, I see how this is going. I'll see you in court. Well, I got a cannon. You got a shotgun. I got a cannon. What is wrong with you people? Seriously, why would you let it descend into this area like you're letting it descend? What ends up happening? You then tell him, I see how this is going. I'll see you in court because I have all the picture and statements for just this. I'm well prepared. What pictures do you have? No, I took the picture October 7th and I took it to Okay, let's see the picture we're talking about. Let's see the picture we're talking about. I sent it to her saying, what's wrong with this picture on October 7th? And she said, wow, he took the fence down without axing. I said, yes. Look, she claims that she saw that you took down her fence months earlier because she texted it to a friend of hers. So what say you about that? That it's fabricated I, for I this case? I don't know anything about that. I did not take the fence down until January. So what 15th. you're saying is she fabricated it for the case. She just changed the dates on a text and got it. Do you ever text I, I with her? I don't know where she got that photo from. Do you ever I have text, no idea. Do you ever text with each other? Do you have previous texts from her? No. Nothing was ever discussed about this fence before January of 2021. That you can see the chain link fence in that photo with all the weeds. The, her wooden fence there is, is there. No the chain link link fence there. There's no chain link. I don't know what you're talking about. This is from July of this year. There's no chain link fence there. No, of course not. Not in July oh, of in this July. year. Oh, that's when she <sighs> called me about the problem from my guy because my guy didn't mow it down. <laughs> Your guy. Okay, so what happens is you tell him you're going to sue him. And what do you do, Mr. Atkins? Um, I called the city of Rochester and requested a property line inspection. Right. And when they go out there, what do they do to you, Ms. Torres? They gave me um, a claim saying that someone complained about my fence. Oh, they did I more than that. A... They gave you a violation right. notice, right? Correct. And now and they're I telling you that you got to do what? I had to fix the fence. Um, within 10 days, and I did it in three. First, they said, he went down there twice. He said, I had an unpermitted fence, which I got a permit in four days. And then he went back Oh, so again. you did have an unpermitted fence. Correct. And then I got a permit in this four days. This is why, this is why you don't again. enter into this tit for tat with a neighbor. When you, got, when you have people in glass houses, don't throw stones. That's, this is why you pick up a phone, you call, you talk to each other, you work it out. Because if you have an unpermitted fence, what do you think your neighbor is going to do? He's going to squeal. Go on. Yes. So I got a permit and then he went back again saying it was um, put up the wrong way. Right. A lot of towns require you put the best side, the finished side facing the neighbors. And I did in three days. Yeah. OK, that's lovely. But you see all, everything that's because see now it starts to look like you are so mad at him for what he has cost you. You don't call the police. You don't file a complaint. You don't uh, put it in writing. Supposedly, you call him and talk to him and he says, I'll do the weeds and everything's OK. And he gave me no good reason, but I just ate it. You don't strike me as the kind of woman who eats it. But what do we have? We have on your side. I rolled it up after the accident. The tenant says, no, 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 I, I hit both things. The other tenant says, yeah, he rolled it up right after the accident. And then I have him calling the, the uh, county or city on you and you getting, uh, getting warnings and having to rebuild your fence. And then you file a lawsuit against him. That is the timing of all of this, right? Correct. Yeah.
if in fact it is as I believe it is, which is that this fence was hit in the accident, then you have to claim that against the person who hit your fence, not against him. And I know that he's the one you hate and are mad at because he answered you the way he did and he let the weeds grow and he violated the agreement you guys have, which is, which is exactly what the tenants say. I mean, every, everything is exactly as the tenants also say. Um, and then he violates it and then, and he's who you're mad at, but the person who hit your fence is not him. And therefore, I am ruling in favor of the defendant in this case. Good luck, folks. Ms. Torres, what are you thinking right now? Um, again, the little guy doesn't get justice. I'm not surprised. Well, the judge says you're suing the wrong person. That's the real problem here. He... She didn't hit my fence. Atkins is not she didn't hit my fence. I would be doing insurance well, fraud if I claimed the chain link. Well, that's the judge's decision. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to live with it. Mr. Atkins, let me ask you how you feel about the outcome of this. Do you think this is going to end your problems with uh, with Ms. Torres? I don't think so. She she has a lot of disputes with a lot of the neighbors. And um, unfortunately, I, I, I'm, I'm sure this is probably not the end of it. Um, All right. Thank you very much. Good luck to you. Harvey? Well, I'm going to end it this way. A lot of times, you know, people think this is my home. I can do whatever I want. And they get into a war with their neighbors. Guess what? We have done this for so many years. Nobody wins in a neighborhood war. Your life is miserable. Your neighbor's life is miserable. You got to figure out a way of maintaining peace. I'm telling you, even if you're right legally, you have to live and it's miserable to live with an enemy. So if I sue someone for a car accident that was their fault and my car got totaled, could I also sue for Uber, Lyft, or public transportation for getting back and forth to work, apartments, etc.? Thank you. When somebody hits your car, it's their fault and they're insured. And if your car got totaled, you're supposed to get a check for the value of the car, ultimately, right? And if you get the check for the value of the car on the first day, then you might not be getting transportation costs back. But, but the there's probably is, a delay. There's going to be a delay. And yeah, Uber, Lyft, ride sharing stuff, uh, bus fare, subways, sometimes rental cars, they're right. covered by these types of policies. So this because person, it's the other person's fault. Yes, because it's the other guy's fault. Right. So, so if you game. hit my car and you have made me take public transportation, I can get or any right. other transportation. I have to rent a car because you hit my car up until the time your insurance company makes good on it. Right. You have to get me a rental. Your insurance right. company has to get me a rental car. Right. That'll do it for this session of the People's Court. We'll see you next time.